Write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong And what they say about me Our sponsor is Rapture Masks Does your current fabric mask shield protect you from harmful microbes the way that medical masks can? It's probably just a couple layers of fabric cut out to fit your face. But Rapture Masks gives you the added protection of an antimicrobial coating and anti-moisture interior while still being washable up to 50 times. The lawyer said we can't call it medical grade, but it's the closest thing you can get your hands on. Protect yourself. Follow Rapture Masks. That's spelled W-R-A-P-T-U-R-E Masks on Instagram and DM them for 25% off your first purchase stop the spread of COVID-19 with your rapture mask ain't that the truth and it's extra important this week because Jen yes I am infected with the fake virus just kidding it's not yeah the communist virus it is not fake at all guys it has been rough in fact I'm actually just even happy that I can be like recording this like I genuinely thought I was gonna not be able to record it this week yeah so Jen and I usually record a little bit earlier but we pushed it this week because she wasn't feeling well um yeah Jen do you want to get into some of your for sure basically what happened is I also think this is important just to talk about how I got exposed because I feel like people think that like if you're not going to big parties and you're taking all of those like precautions you're fine but I got it from watching The Bachelorette with two friends. But basically, I watched The Bachelorette with two people. Everybody was feeling fine, whatever. And then the next day, one of the people who I was watching it with started feeling kind of like fevery and gross. He kind of was just like making some jokes about how he might have coronavirus. And then he got tested and he actually had coronavirus. And I was like, oh, great. So I was exposed. I actually was supposed to go see Kylie that weekend and I had to cancel my trip because- you guys remember that was our last episode Halloween yeah. we're so excited so excited like literally right the day I found out that he tested positive was the day I was supposed to leave and I'm pretty sure I had like just been texting you like pictures of stuff I was bringing and all that so many fun outfits we were so mm-hmm. excited so excited so I had to cancel my trip like super last minute and even like I was talking with Grace like Kylie's cousin they're like what if you get a rapid test and you're fine and then you leave on Saturday instead of Thursday I was kind of like weighing a couple options but I was like it's not a good idea like I was exposed I should stay home right and a lot of times it takes like up to five days for the virus yeah to really- yeah if you got a rapid test and it was negative we don't know that you wouldn't have developed it exactly and so I was being like kind of cocky though I was telling them like oh I doubt I have it but just in case and I kept telling people that if I did have it I doubt I would show like bad symptoms slash I thought that you I had jinx had it yourself <laughs> yeah I thought that I had had it already in March because there was a point in March I had just gotten back from New York and I had a cough and everything and I thought that I had it but basically I was exposed that Tuesday was totally fine through the weekend then on Monday morning I was telling my coworkers how I was exposed and how I needed to get tested basically I was being cocky about it and I was like oh I 
I bet I won't even have bad symptoms. I thought that I already had it in March, but that was not the case. I had a meeting on Monday morning with my coworkers and I told them that I had been exposed, but I felt fine. Did you try sleeping on your stomach? Yeah, I think that helped a lot actually. Did you go to a doctor at all or did you just um, get tested and you're just at home? I I got tested, but technically a doctor came in after I got tested to talk to me. And too. the doctor didn't tell you anything about sleeping on your stomach? No. Unless he <laughs> did and I don't remember, but no, I don't think so. Literally two hours after that meeting, when I say it felt like like it felt like my body was destroyed. I was in so much pain. I developed these aches, but they're not like normal aches. Like it literally felt like somebody was like hitting my body with like a hammer or something. Like it was worse pain than after I got surgery. And it was like on my entire body. Like I couldn't move my neck at all. Like zero percent could move my neck. I couldn't feel my legs. So I couldn't get up. My legs were like completely numb and my ankles hurt so badly, like so badly. And my feet hurt really badly too. My head was just like so sore. I couldn't even check my phone because I was in so much pain and like couldn't move. Like I couldn't even move my fingers. And so I was literally just like in this horrible pain for like three days straight, I would say. But I'm not even being dramatic. Like it was the worst pain I've ever felt like ever other than like when I tore my groin muscle like that was like the worst pain ever but this was like on my entire body just like it's not like when people say aches they don't just mean like oh I'm sore or like oh I'm achy like how you normally are achy it's pretty much like the equivalent to horrific period cramps type pain but like every single place oh my gosh it was horrible and then I had a really bad fever too so I was just like drenched in sweat like drenched I felt disgusting and then I finally tried to take a shower and I like hopped over to the shower and I ended up having to sit in the shower because I like couldn't stand like I was like too weak and it hurt too badly so I sat in the shower and then I hadn't showered from then until yesterday again because like showering just kind of sucked but I just like wasn't even getting out of bed like there was one day I slept from 6 p.m to 3 p.m and that was only like three days ago I think You needed to sleep. But like we're talking like 18 to 20 hours a day sleeping pretty much. And I genuinely barely remember the first three days. Like I I was just in so much pain. So for me, I would say the worst was like the body aches part. And then obviously I have a cough, but that's like the least of it in my opinion. Like the the body pain was so horrible. The past few days I've been super nauseous. So Kylie just saw I was like eating some pasta, which is like really good because I have not been able to eat normally pretty much this entire time. I finally ate some pasta, so that's good. But yeah, I've just been like really, really nauseous. Like it kind of just feels like the end of the stomach flu nauseous. And then I was also throwing up a bunch. Like I think that ended like two days ago. But it was like three days of throwing up too. So I just had a really great time. I I and the reason that we're getting it's kind of like it's a lot of detail. Sorry, yeah. But I think that it's important that people know that even if you're healthy and young and you don't have any of those pre-existing conditions, you can still have bad symptoms. Totally. And I was like so cocky about it. Not like I wasn't careful or like- You were very careful. Like when we lived together, you were so careful going out. Yeah, totally. You were really nervous about getting the coronavirus. Yeah. And I really didn't want to get it and like infect my family. And I kept saying, if I get it, I'll probably be fine. But I don't want my mom to get it because she's like older. And then my sister has asthma. But like it just affects everybody so differently. Like my sister who has asthma had pretty much no symptoms other than like a little bit of a cough for a couple days. And then my mom actually didn't get it. She's gotten two negative tests now. Um, And then for whatever reason, me, 
I have like no respiratory issues. I'm super healthy. Like I exercise a bunch. I eat really healthy for the most part. When everybody else gets sick, like I don't normally get sick. I also like I never get fevers and I was so sick, like horrible. I'm still actually kind of sick and it's been eight days, which is like kind of a long time to have like coronavirus symptoms, I think. And it's important to know that my symptoms didn't start until six days after being exposed. So that's kind of a lot. Yeah. And so I think that what's important is, I mean, the person that was exposed, like as soon as you know, so like what I'm trying to go through what you would do if you know that you were in contact with someone who was exposed, right? So what did you do? Because I think you've really followed good protocol. Well, I quarantined, like didn't see anybody other than my family for, okay, I'm not going to lie. I was really good except for I did go out on that Sunday because at that point it had been five days. And I, again, like I kind of thought that after like five days, it should be okay. But by go out, I mean like I just like went downtown to take pictures with my sister. Right. And you like didn't take public transportation. You were wearing a No, mask. no, no. Like I drove. I just went to take pictures with my sister downtown. By go out, I just mean like I left the house. But I just thought after five days of feeling fine that like it was fine to leave the house. But that was like not a good move either, I guess, clearly. So according to the CDC website, like you might not show symptoms for two to 14 days. Yeah. But what we were saying about the five day thing is that if you were to go get a coronavirus rapid test, it should show up in your system after your five days of exposure. Yes. Yes. So just for clarification sense. of what these are two separate. Yeah. Points. So you weren't showing symptoms, but you hadn't gotten a coronavirus rapid test. At that. No, I had it. I... Sorry. I'm like trying so hard. Can't get the Rona through the podcast. Yeah. And I'm, we're doing this remotely as we always do. Yeah. Um, So I'm, you guys don't worry about me. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was fine. And then by Monday I was extremely not fine. I never want to get it again. I'm actually really concerned for my, um, like not mental health, but like just knowing how bad it was, like I never want to get it again, ever. I handled it horribly. My body does not like this. I'm so interested to find out like what makes people react so differently. Even just for example, like I know another person whose whole apartment got it. It was three girls living together. One of the girls had no symptoms. Another one of the girls had a fever for like two days and a little bit of a cough, but that was it. And then the third girl was like me, just like bedridden, like could not get up, couldn't talk. And I'm pretty sure she was sick for like two weeks. So it's just so weird. Like everybody reacts so differently. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that the majority of our listeners are young people and like Jen and I were mostly concerned about infecting our loved ones who might be older or have yeah. pre-existing conditions. But like also for yourself, you're probably not totally. going to die. You're probably right. not going to die, but like you could have bad symptoms and be totally healthy. So a hundred percent. And I kept saying like, if I were an old person, I would totally die from this. Not necessarily because of the respiratory issues, but because I'm not kidding. Like I couldn't get up. And so if I were like alone or super old, like I definitely wouldn't be able to get myself water. I was like really dehydrated at some points. And then I I kept saying like I was almost falling every time I got up. Like I'm not kidding because I couldn't really feel my like legs or my feet. So I would like almost fall. I actually still almost fall every time I get up quickly. Like I would totally fall if I were an old person with this. So thank God that Jen is young. Yeah. Um, and she's totally. alive and she's okay. Yeah. So just beware. Um, and again, you can only be as careful as you can be. But at the same time, I did get it from just seeing two people that I have seen before during this. So you can still 
definitely get it in small groups and just don't get too cocky about it because I thought I was good since like I'm super healthy and whatnot and I was not good. Um, This is like slightly off topic, but related to Corona. I don't know if you saw the Kardashians had like a a couple big parties over the weekend. So I wanted to say this. I'm curious. Okay. So obviously like what was your initial reaction when you saw that? Okay. So Kendall threw the party and Kendall does claim that everybody who entered the party had proof of a negative test within the last two days which is good but i just don't know how believable that is slash okay and i don't think any of them did this however i did get up to two weeks off of work with proof of a positive test and obviously when i sent hr the picture of my test i was like if somebody were a shitty human there's like they could literally just go on freaking google and like find a picture of a test and like put their name on it you know i don't know oh I so just, you're saying they could have forged uh they could have like i don't know like they, you it's so easy to like just have a picture Well, and also, okay, so this is spicy. One of my friends went out on Halloween weekend. Like, there were a lot of parties in LA, blah, blah, blah. They had someone literally at the door doing rapid tests. Like, the things that they shove up your nose and everybody had to pay $50 to do this test in order to be admitted to the party. That's actually kind of cool. So what I so this was my this is why I just wanted to bring it up because I was like literally she could have had that like she could have had I mean it sounds like she, she could have it sounds like she had someone like that you just had to bring proof which is like right. what a lot of parties were like you had to bring proof of uh like whatever a, a negative test but there are some parties where you literally got tested at the door and you know what honestly I'm here for that let's do parties let's where you have to get tested at the door the only thing though is that tests are still kind of limited and like it is still hard for people to get tests in some areas I know even for me when I had to get one I had to log onto my computer at midnight which was horrible because I was so tired and then the first time I tried to get a test it all filled up like right at midnight the second at midnight so then I had to wait another two days because they only did testing on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then I had to make an appointment for like a later time. And it was like still really hard to get a test. And I know that some people are finding it hard to get tests, but I don't know if like those rich people who can do it privately, like are necessarily taking away tests from people who aren't like that. So I don't really know, but. But I think you you touch on a bigger point, which is it's just, there's a huge disparity in healthcare that you're going to well, get depending true. on your, depending on your socioeconomic level. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's cool. Like, if they can do the rapid test that quickly, that's really cool. Yeah, but that is really shitty. I didn't realize how hard it was for you to get a test. It's hard. Because I've been looking online. You can just, like, kind of sign up for stuff here. There are, like, a lot of different testing locations. Oh, really? That's good. I didn't didn't know It's a little more difficult here. At all of the – first of all, it's really hard to get a rapid test. Like, really, really hard. Most of the places don't offer rapid tests. So, Um, what is the standard test? Like, how long does it take for you to get results? So, I think right now, normally, they can get – you oh by the way i did have a rapid test um so that was nice i did get one but i do know it's really hard to get one apparently i also got one in the suburbs so i think that people who aren't able to get them are mostly in the city my other friend meg she got tested this week and they told her that normally they could get results back in three days but right now it'd probably take four to five days because they're so backed up so it's like kind of a a, like a little while yeah okay yeah now it's making me just feel worse and worse about my comment about (laughs) no 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 
it's like a good it is a good learning experience for me okay right but also like at the same time and also in illinois if you get this is something i don't like if you get a positive corona test you can't get another test within that four weeks they just tell you that once you're done having symptoms as long as it's been 10 days then you can go back out into the wild or it's like it, as long as you've been quarantining for 10 into days the wild. yeah if you've been quarantining for 10 days and you've gone 24 hours without symptoms then you can go back out but you can't get tested again you actually don't necessarily know if you're negative yet you just don't have symptoms anymore but for whatever reason they won't test you again within that four weeks if you've had a positive test because like the tests are so limited so that i kind of understand in the sense that if you are positive you know you have the coronavirus and if you eventually have no symptoms and as long as you're safe going out in public and you're keeping your distance from people and wearing your mask, like yeah. you know you you probably aren't going to get it because it's the type of virus. They don't have like complete evidence and they don't know how long people might go without getting it again, but it's the type of virus where if you get it and then you get over it, like you probably won't get it again, statistically speaking. Yeah. So I think that's probably why. And yeah. if there is a shortage, I kind of understand that rule. And I am looking at this map from the New York Times, and it looks like it is a huge spike around the Midwest of positive cases. Yeah, it's crazy. I think Chicago today or Illinois reported like 13,000 cases, which is like a lot. And then I think there right now there's like 5,000 people hospitalized and like 80 deaths today or something like that. This is like making me a little bit nervous to go home for the holiday, like for Thanksgiving. Well, like not because I, it's not like going to my, I'm sure my mom and my dad don't have it. It's not that, it's the going to O'Hare airport that's making me very nervous. Totally. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty bad. I know of literally four apartments right now that are all quarantining because somebody has it, which is like a lot. Oh, like people that I know. Yeah, this is actually kind of making me a little nervous because surprise. Surprise, surprise, California actually is getting their shit together a little bit. That's so good. <laughs> it's not, so good. It's not super bad. I mean, it's still not great, but it's not bad. So this is actually making me a little nervous. Like, what what do you think about people that are thinking of traveling home for Thanksgiving? I mean, like... And we're not trying to shame people. I'm just curious, like, what your opinion is. Because you had a... Clearly, you had a bad experience. I had a horrific experience. So, like, I think now I'm going to be more paranoid about it. First of all, airplanes are actually really safe to be on. That's, that's like, a misconception. It's the, not the airplanes I'm worried about. It's not about the airplanes. Airports. It's the airports. Yeah. So, the airport... I mean, O'Hare is bad. Like, O'Hare is really bad. I would just be, like, so cautious. Mask, obviously... I feel like gloves, all the hand sanitizer. Like the other part is like the social the social distancing can be a little bit hard. Like I, I went to O'Hare at one point during coronavirus and people were like just kind of like not social distancing in line whatsoever. So that's kind of hard. Like if somebody like touches you or coughs on you or something. But for the most part, I feel like people are good about wearing their masks. I feel like as long as you're wearing your mask and like gloves and stuff, there's not much you can do. Right. I do. Well, I do know that typically Thanksgiving is the busiest holiday for travel in the United States. Yes. Do you know and that? I do That's know crazy. that Illinois has new laws for Thanksgiving travel. 
according oh. to the news that I just watched today. Interesting. Um, so I would just check and see what that is. I think it's okay. This is what I think it is. We have to fact check, but I'm pretty sure it's 14 day quarantine required unless you have proof of a negative test within the last 48 hours. I'm gonna have to do some research on this. I'm now I'm like very questioning going home. Totally. So yeah, I would just say like be careful. I mean, as much as you can. Like I don't. It's hard to say. I know I, it is. It is a little bit while out, and I do have the cancel the ability to yeah cancel flights like thank god the airlines are doing that where you can cancel flights and yeah oh yeah that's so nice i digress i also wanted to say that there is i don't i want to clear some air around what they are reporting right now because covid cases are spiking right now but i don't want this to be confused like with what we've seen previously like the spike is much bigger than what we've seen previously however we have more tests available obviously than the beginning of the pandemic where there were no tests right? right and we also are seeing fewer deaths which means that... Well, that's good. So, yeah. So, a lot of people might have coronavirus. It's because we have, A, more data. So, we're going to see more people. But also, it's not as many at-risk people and our hospitals are going to be doing better. That was what we were worried about, right? Initially, the flat curve. We don't want to overwhelm hospitals. Right. So, I did want to kind of talk about that just because I know that chart can be scary. We're seeing like a huge uptick in coronavirus cases right now, but we do have to take that information with like a grain of salt. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's good (laughs) saying go out and do whatever, but there are reasons why we're seeing that. And Also, I want to ask you about, did you hear about the new vaccine that was announced? Yes. um, I'm super excited. I hope that it can be rolled out soon. I've also had stock in Pfizer since I was like, like younger so this is kind of fun ayo baby let's yeah. go um and i almost sold it all last year because i like <gasps> thank god you yeah, didn't because i was advised that like whatever like just long story short i almost sold all of it um and i didn't sell any of it <laughs> look at you now jen is making out and anyone who has stock in a lot of analog things so yes i mean i also have it in um i also have it in the company that owns purell <laughs> which i've had which i also almost sold last year and i did it and like that's like those are the two main ones that i have the most in i don't know if you heard about this but it was in the beginning of coronavirus there was a guy <laughs> who like spent his life savings on purell and just started that's that's like really depressing it was like it was like toilet paper but worse like he because they was so sold out for so long that man deserves to lose his life savings that's like really depressing i don't understand anyway so we're i mean we are optimistic about i mean this is super exciting the vaccine was announced and it was also super exciting because it was on the heels of the election being announced yes so exciting kylie did i mean i'm sure you're aware there's like people who don't think the election is over with <laughs> i thought you, i don't know where i didn't know where you were going with that um, so, like certain people are saying like that trump won the election and that they're like celebrating his like coming four years like for real um so i think that this is actually super important that we do talk about which is yeah the he keeps sowing these seeds of doubt he being donald trump and his team that election like voter fraud happened that you know he's actually won for whatever reason i like i listened to what did i listen to this morning it might have been like an npr podcast or Uh maybe the daily something like that and they were oh you know what it was i was watching so sorry i was watching last week tonight with john oliver 
And okay. it was so it was a clip from Sunday night, which was a couple days ago when we're recording. But he has this clip, and there's this guy standing outside of of a voting station and there's all these protesters there like trump protesters that are saying he actually won the election there's a lot of voter fraud so the guy is standing outside the polling or the election uh the voting place and he goes if anyone has any evidence like please come forward we would love to like have that and we would love to talk to you like please come and yeah no no one comes forward like right (laughs) like what people are saying like rod blagojevich i guess came out and was interviewed and they were like do you think there was fraud and he was like oh of course i think there was fraud I've seen a lot of people sticking to that. Rod Blagojevich is fucking crazy. Okay, he um, was in prison. Like, he committed fucking selling U.S. or U.S. Illinois Senate seats. Rod Blagojevich is the old governor. They're saying that he's a great source because of that. Okay, was there voter fraud? Probably. Would it change the outcome of the election? Probably not. There's always going to be voter fraud. And actually, there was this interview. There's this interview from, I think it was from four years ago, and it was a Trump supporter. And this was on, like, Comedy Central or something, one of those guys that goes around interviewing people at Trump rallies. Mm -hmm. And and he asked this woman, like, do you think there was voter fraud? And she was like, absolutely, there's voter fraud. And the (laughs) reporter goes, wait, how do you know? Like, what kind of evidence do you have? She's like, oh, I committed voter fraud. Like, I voted for Donald Trump twice. No. You're so, okay, so that's my point. There's voter fraud probably on both sides. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more voter fraud from Donald Trump's camp. Oh my God. Yeah, he's probably. <laughs> Those people are ride or die, Donald. Okay, they would go out and commit voter fraud. People are not ride or die, Joe Biden. They are just like anybody. So voter true. Trump. That's so true. I saw, I had this like Instagram clip I saw, and it was all these middle aged white people dancing in the streets in Brooklyn. I'm like, how are these people so excited? Excited that Joe Biden is going to be president. Like, you look so stupid. That's so funny. I mean, look, I, I voted for Joe Biden. Like, I'm very excited that Trump is not going to be president. Right. Come January. However. I think, yeah, I think that's I'm not dancing in the streets. About. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Well, are you don't know about the voter fraud or? I know. I just don't understand how, like, people think that it's not over. It's over. Soon it will be over. True. The Trump presidency. That'll be... Yeah. I heard also rumors, I don't know if this is true, but that Melania wants to file for divorce. Did you see that? Oh my god, no. Wait, I love that. The Daily Mail reported it, and actually the Daily Mail is pretty reliable for a lot of things, Um, but like, I don't believe it usually until TMZ reports it. Wait, that's so crazy though. TMZ or People Magazine. Those are the two I trust. Yeah, all other magazines like Us Weekly, Stars, yeah, Daily Mail, TMZ. all that. Those are trash. We don't trust those. So I don't know. It could be. It could be <laughs> fake news, but it. If it's not fake news, it's kind of, I guess it's funny, but it's also kind of sad. I do feel bad for Melania in the sense that when she got married, she was under the impression she was basically going to be taken care of. She was going to be a kept oh woman. woman. She was not going to have to work. Yeah. First lady, that's a job the that is not president- a job. Yeah. First lady of the US. Are you kidding? That's oh not God. what she signed up for. This I is would, a nightmare. I, look, she's an adult woman. She made her choices. Like, I don't feel bad that she chose to get married to Donald Trump, but my God, that is but not I also, what she signed up for. <laughs> no. 
I heard that he has like really long like legal agreements with his wives for when they get married, like things that they're allowed to say, things they're not allowed to say. Who knows if we'll ever know how she felt about it, but I hope one day we can hear about it. Can I ask you a question yeah. about coronavirus and the election? Yeah. Do you, how do you feel about Pfizer announcing their vaccine just after? a couple days after the election? Well, okay, so they announced it, but like it has been soft news for a while now. Like we knew it was coming. They did announce their like 90% success rates results right after the election. I mean, yeah, I think they were like maybe withholding it, but I feel like coronavirus has become so political anyways. Like it was probably like, I don't know. I don't think it's bad that maybe they withheld it till after the election slash if they did withhold it till after the election, it was like, I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like stress yourself about it. I was just I'm just like thinking like, I don't necessarily know if it's bad that they did that because coronavirus has become so political anyways. Do you think that by withholding it, they were trying to not make it a political thing? Like they were trying. Yeah, maybe. Um, I worry that I don't know if you've seen a lot of conservative conspiracy theorists that have been saying oh just wait till after the election coronavirus is just gonna go away like they're just like oh it'll just disappear like no no it's not gonna disappear i still have it (laughs) you guys coronavirus has not disappeared it's not disappeared real news jennifer has it (laughs) yeah i have it i'm happy they have the vaccine like i don't know i think they kind of probably did hold it off but i'm glad maybe that they did because then it's it's not like a political thing like this really shouldn't even have to be a political thing it really shouldn't be but it it becomes this whole thing where people are like oh if donald trump if it was announced before the election then trump would get credit for it you know now it's announced after so like did they withhold it to not make trump or to make trump look bad blah 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 there's just so many stupid theories out there Um, right and like who knows i don't know i'm just happy that they're gonna roll it out soon because i would like to travel again i would like to go to the south of france oh where in the south of france would you like to go i've been to nice and i've been to Cannes or con however you pronounce it i think it's con and i've been to I've, I've pretty much been to like the whole south of france i freaking love the south of france so i need to go back i love that i want to go to the south of france too i'll come with you have you been i have not been to this i've only been to paris Kylie, the south of France is amazing. Okay. You sold me. That's how much it took. It is like the best. I am so here for this. Yeah. Hang on. So we for... need to go back. Um, so that's why I, w- <laughs> I would like the vaccine to come quickly. <laughs> I I am here for that. Oh, I have big news. I what? am getting the new iPhone. Ooh, exciting. That's so yeah. exciting. What are you getting it? I'm get it comes Friday. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Yes. It is the Pro Max. That's amazing. I'm jealous. I've been thinking about getting a new iPhone for my TikToks and such. I think I mean, I think it's a good investment. The cameras are going to be really good. Plus 5G is going to be really good. Like totally. um, it's going to be much faster. Okay. Are you ready for some questions yes let's do questions so some of these are from a couple weeks ago so if you submitted these questions thank you for holding we have your answers yes i know you've been waiting we have been waiting for these questions all right the dumbest thing you did in college and whether you'd do it again if you were given the chance oh my god this is like i 
I needed time to prepare for this. Did you prepare for this? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't prepare. So let me think. I, uh, I did some spicy things in college. We're not we're not gonna necessarily maybe here's here's what I will answer because we don't necessarily need to talk about certain things, certain specific decisions. I will say if you anything short of like something permanent on your legal record, which I got in no legal trouble in college. I never got a drinking ticket. I never like Yeah, me neither. Nothing with the police or anything. Short of that, I have no regrets. I would do everything again. Absolutely. Maybe even more. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like I really for the most part was pretty well behaved. I'm trying to think if I did anything like ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I don't think we did I don't I'm definitely probably a little bit more out there than you, but like honestly, I didn't break any laws. I didn't do anything like crazy uh, like just Yeah. There are, there's always fun. There's always like events and parties. And I know that I spent a lot of nights like in studying and like having to do work. But I think right. that my advice to people in college, once things open up, I think that coronavirus shows us this and just time in general, like your time is limited. So totally agreed. Live and do everything short of, again, anything on your legal record. Like we don't, yes. n- not that. That, that I would regret, probably. This is a totally different angle on this, but I would say, like, one dumb thing you can do is, like, spend too much time with people that just aren't good for you or, like, the best of friends. Like, I'm thinking about a couple times where I, like, really wanted to be friends with certain people who just, like, weren't inviting me to as much as, like, I was inviting them to or, like, the effort wasn't reciprocated, kind of. Totally. And I think that's a very... Yeah. Common- in like high school and college problem because totally. you have such a confined group of people yeah. that you're interacting with. And like your friend group can change. So like mine changed a couple times, I guess, just like naturally. But there's like some friends that you like try to hold on to. And if they're not like reciprocating that, then you just got to like start hanging out with people that like want to be your friend and make you feel good and stuff like that. Because I think that there were certain times where I just like got too attached to people that like didn't like me as much as I liked them. Same thing with like boys, obviously, but it can go for friends too. And then my other thing, obviously it depends on coronavirus as well, but like Kylie and I both went abroad in the summer actually. So like people who use like, I can't go abroad because of XXX with my major. Like, yes, you can. You can go in the summer. I'm so glad I went. So glad I went. So glad. Like it was the best. And honestly, like, yeah, I think like a semester is even better, but like I still did a lot during the summer. Like definitely made the most of my time during the summer it was so fun it was so good 10 out of 10 recommend if you don't go abroad you will regret it so that's all i have to say <laughs> um yes exactly well i think the thing is is for the people that don't go abroad they don't like you don't know because you didn't live it so regret yeah, is a lot like, of things that you've done and you wish you haven't done but like you have to like you have to go you have to go you ha- i don't care if you have a boyfriend i had a boyfriend too yeah suck it up suck it up Suck it up. You can FaceTime We him. need to do a whole episode on like abroad and like yeah. stuff that we did. And oh, there, there's some, there's some adventures in there for Leave sure. Leave your boyfriend back home. You don't have to cheat on him. I didn't cheat. Like, no, no, no. We don't have to break up. We didn't break up. It was fine. Just leave him though. Yeah. Go. Go. go to, yeah. Don't study abroad with your boyfriend. Although no. study abroad romance could be fun. Yeah. Study abroad romance could be really fun. Okay. Next Anyways. question. What made you guys want to start a podcast? Were your friends slash family? supportive <laughs> wait what did make us want to start this? well first the podcast was going to be four of us it was our with uh, with hoff and lisa oh right <laughs> in our first apartment right out of college and we were like oh we could call it three blondes and an asian 
Is that even acceptable? Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Three <laughs> blondes just shoot the shit. And we, we, we had so much fun. And we were all, like, really different. Yeah. And I think, so that was the initial thought. And yeah. you were also, like, you were really on this. So what, what made you think about starting a podcast? Well, I think, like, first of all, I do humbly think we're decently entertaining and, like, fun <laughs> to listen to. In the most and humble way possible, to, we're funny. Yeah. People <laughs> used to, like, tell me that, like, our stories were really ridiculous and funny and things like that. So I thought that maybe we would have some good stories to share. And then also, like, I just, like, love just kind of, like, any content in general. Like, I used to love Instagram. Now I love TikTok. Like, um, so, like, I just like, like, making stuff like that. And Kylie, I think you do, too. So that was, like, kind of interesting to me, I guess, just trying it out. But I will say I was really scared to, like, share personal life stuff and then, like, put it out on the internet. Like, once it came down to actually doing it, it was a little bit scary. It definitely is. And, I mean, we have received, like, 99 percent positive feedback from people which is amazing and great so thank you guys so much for that but it definitely is scary i mean like i have definitely shared some very intimate stories with intimate details totally it doesn't get easier per se no and like you know you're gonna piss some people off majorly by sharing certain things the way i look at it is like the people i'm pissing off like i don't care that i'm pissing them off yeah exactly that's that's the thing um and i think that also though the podcast brand that we try to promote like we try to be honest and vulnerable and we are genuinely ourselves so there's not really much to like i and but we always are like we're positive people we're good people we're trying to do good things and do well and like i think that that genuineness hopefully comes through to people so i don't really think there's much like negative energy like we don't really spend a lot of time like bashing on people or no anything like that like that's not what we're trying to accomplish we're not trying to talk and i would say like the only it's funny because like i did get some not negative comments but just kind of like people poking fun or like if you start a new project oh yeah like making fun that like you care about something (laughs) yeah they're literally making fun of you for caring about something or what a lot of people had i think who have started podcasts too was like oh you just want to be the call her daddy girls because like everybody thinks of like podcasting now as like like if you're not like a news podcast you're call her daddy but here's the thing they only say that when girls start a podcast it's like okay well guys start them all the time there's a bajillion guy podcast so what when two girls want to start one it immediately has to be like a call her daddy knockoff like what are you you know what i mean right like all we are good for is like just sex and dating right that's all that's the only thing that girls care about yeah so that was annoying because people would be like oh you're trying to be like the call her daddy girls i'm like um not really like podcasts are really popular right now anyways and like there's plenty of podcasts that exist in the world other than call her daddy you just only know of call her daddy and also i have no interest in talking about pretty much anything they talk about yeah no that's not that's not our speed i mean like would we talk of course we talk about like dating and boys but uh yeah, I don't need yeah. to get into those details. I will say, though, right. as far as parental feedback, like, has your mom ever said anything? Has your mom listened? No, she has no clue what's going on. Like, she knows it exists, but I don't even think she knows where to find Like, she has no clue what's going on. So, my mom, <laughs> my mom has never listened, but kind of hates on it. Yeah, your mom put it on. When we were in Vail, Kylie's place in Vail has, like, a speaker system that goes through the whole place, and they were blasting it in Vail. Yeah, they're like, yeah, my, my mom, talk about people hating on you for caring about something and like making fun of you my mom and sister are the worst okay (laughs) they just constantly make fun of me for it 
how they literally would be sitting at the table and then like all of a sudden our podcast starts blasting through the thing and they'd be like, well, you know what? They kind of did like it though. And then they would play it in the car when we were driving to places too. I think they liked it. Right. Well, my sister kept wanting to play the, the oh. after episode. <laughs> Which we don't we don't need to um we don't need to rehash. However, my dad has listened to every single episode. So I love that. Has, That's so sweet. So my but my dad every time we release an episode, he will text me later that morning and be like, "Great episode, you guys! Like really loved it." And he really thinks that we have a good talent for really dissecting topics, trying to have like good insight. Wait, so that we, is so nice. Yeah. I love so that. my dad is a G. Thanks to Emma and my He's mom so for supportive. making fun. Of me. Yeah, my dad is so supportive. Okay, he's the number one fan. Wait, that's th- that's like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> yes, so that feels good. But totally, definitely, when my mom makes fun of it, it does not feel good. So, but not but, that she would ever know because she's not going to hear this because she doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was mostly positive. And when we actually gained like listeners and subscribers and stuff, I think people were like, "Oh wow, like that's so impressive." I'm like, "Yeah, bitch. Yeah, we're funny. What do you think?" Yeah. All right, one more question. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't want to keep you from the bachelor it's starting in like a minute for you i know it's okay, okay. Well, one more question and cool. then we'll wrap up um it's like not even a small question what is your biggest regret career-wise oh my god kylie i was just thinking about this oh my god please tell yes and this is a broader answer it's not really about myself it's more something that i'm actually grateful for please but listen please share so you know when people are trying to get a job out of school and like the goal is literally just to get a full-time job like that is always the goal like i want a full-time job when i graduate i want a full-time job people need to start being picky about what jobs they take because just wanting a full-time job and taking like the best salary you can get or the best job you can get is not a good route. I was thinking about it. So I interned out of school, which is very common for PR, but I interned and I went into my internship on the consumer side, which means like events and like branding stuff. And like, you could think about like national coffee day and makeup and shit like that. And then during my internship, I realized that I really liked doing corporate PR, which is like working for the banks, working for like big corporate companies. It was just like way more interesting to me. So while I was an intern, I got to switch over to the finance side. And then that's why I got hired for my full-time job for now. And like, that's what I want to continue doing. And like, even just right now, in terms of like, if I were interviewing elsewhere, like I can interview for jobs I really want that are a little bit better at some of these bigger like finance places because I have experience. And so I would just say like, you need to start being pickier. And if that means like taking an internship instead of a full-time job, do that because it's way better to take an internship that it's only going to last three months and give you the experience that you want to land a job that you actually want than to take like some type of, for me, what most people in my major would take is like an entry-level sales position, which is fine. But like if you wanted to score like a full-time job before graduation, most people would go into like one of those like cold calling sales type jobs. And that is not what I wanted to do, but I'm so glad that I didn't take one of those and get stuck in it for like two years and then probably just end up in sales like my whole life and I'm really glad I took an internship and really tried to get into like the area I wanted to get into because now I have like way better opportunities doing what I want instead of like starting over and trying to switch. Yeah and I I also like another point that you brought up that I would like to touch on is the compensation like a lot of people might just take whatever job has the highest salary yes. that they're offered which is not necessarily what you want to do. Right. You definitely want to look at what type of work you're doing, obviously, first of all. Yeah. Do you even like it? But let's say that all the work is going to be relatively similar. 
right? Yeah. Really think about, it's almost like rushing a sorority. You go into the company when you're interviewing and the people you talk to, like, do you like them? Because you'll have to work with them every single day. So if you don't vibe, you might hate your life. Um, 100%. Like, I do think company culture is big, and I think you really should listen to what people say to you during interviews. I specifically know that the company I work for, we have really great company culture and yeah. a really great work-life balance, which is something that I really value. Like, I really value my time. I really value balancing my life out. So right. really think about that. Don't just think about, you know, that extra 10 grand because it's, like, barely going to even matter after taxes anyway. 100%. Yeah. I would also just say, like, if you it's it's almost in relationships too it's like if you know you can walk away and be fine you're so much more attractive than if you're like going into every interview just like dying to get a job like so like oh i need this i need this once you know you're gonna be fine regardless you can start interviewing them too and that's when you start looking like an actually good candidate you know like once you start asking genuine questions and making sure it's gonna be a good fit for you is when you start actually being like a strong interviewer rather than just like, oh, I love everything about this company. I love everything about the job. I think I'm perfect, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, can I also say a tip? Of course. This is my favorite interview question. And this is something that I was told while I was an intern. This is something I was told during one of my unpaid internships. Um, They told me to start asking this. And every time I ask it, people are kind of like, I think, impressed to a certain point. But my favorite thing to ask is if they have any concerns about me or my resume that I talk through before we end. Oh my gosh, that's an amazing question. Yeah, and you just say, like really confidently and like and I basically just say it like last thing is there anything you're concerned about or you have questions about about me or on my resume that we can just go over before we're done and once in a while they'll have a concern or a question um but sometimes they won't but regardless it's kind of like bold to say and then it also gives you an opportunity to like clear something up so if they say like oh I am concerned that you are only have two years of experience then you can be like well like that's blah blah blah, blah. you know what I mean you can clear it up totally and I think that also kind of forces them to think like what like whenever so after you're interviewed they usually have some kind of round table thing where people discuss the candidates and things like that as you get to higher level interviews like the second third rounds for example yeah and that forces them to think ahead okay what am I going to say that's negative about this candidate right and it gives you a chance to address anything that they are going to say negative about you so then when it's time okay so what are the cons about Jennifer they're like oh I don't don't even know yeah you've already addressed them totally it's like my favorite thing ever and if you say it in kind of like a positive way like I just think it's like so I just think it's like that is a really good tip yeah I love that yeah so that covers the questions that we didn't get to last time um thank you all for submitting questions please thank you so much DM our main accounts on Instagram. Yes. DM our podcast account real or fake underscore pod on Instagram. Yes. And yeah, give us a follow on TikTok, Instagram, Jenny Ree, Kai Kai Vic. Feel free to rate us and subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and give or give us a listen on SoundCloud and let us know. We have a couple topics. I know we have some fans out there who have a couple topics we want to cover related to online dating and getting back out there. We are going to cover some exciting new topics coming up. Can't wait. We had a little time sensitive with Jen with the Rona. We had to talk about it. 
Absolutely. Totally. Well, Kylie, I hope you have a great time watching The Bachelorette. It's a really good episode, so you need to go watch it. Okay. <laughs> I'll go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast time. She's watching on Central. Yeah. Time. So thanks. Okay. Guys. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye, Jen. Bye. Bye. I hope I was wrong. I hope I was wrong. Write down everything I